News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, European Week of Sport is underway this week, and people across the country are being encouraged to become more active in general. And Minister of State for Sport and Physical Education, Thomas Byrne, joins us. Minister, before we get into that, and, I, and I'm very keen to get into that, just I don't know if you heard what we were saying about the criticism that's being levelled at rugby fans who, who were celebrating after our. our phenomenal win on Saturday night. Do you have any view on whether or not we should be, I suppose, policing what people sing after games or whether or not zombie is partitionist and we need to move on from such things? Well, I don't think zombie could be described as partitionist. Uh, I think the reality is that there was a visceral reaction at the time to the killing of kids in a shopping area in Manchester. And I think the whole country, north and south, uh, was sickened by that. Uh, And nobody supported that at the time. Um, And I think that Dolores O'Riordan, quite frankly, at that time, spoke for people in this country, and that's evidence not just in the, the popularity of the song, the reaction at the time, uh, and the voting support that the supporters of the IRA Sinn Féin at that time had in the country, which is 1% or so uh, in, in the South, and certainly a minority of nationalists in the North supported that. Okay, well look, thank, thank you for that, because I know I kind of threw that to you there on the hop. But the European Week of Sport, tell us what it's, what it's about and what it's trying to achieve. Well, we're trying to encourage, certainly in this country, we're trying to encourage more people to partake in sport. So we have about 43% of adults partaking in sport. Uh, we have a target to reach that, uh, to reach 60%. We have made some progress. Um, numbers went down a bit after COVID, but they started to come back up. So we're really trying really hard to get as many people back uh, in, involved in sport and to look at opportunities that might be there. So Sport Ireland have on on their website um, lots of information about different things that are happening in people's areas and people can rock up to them and get involved. Some of the, you know, the dads and lads, the mothers and others, all sorts of things like that uh, and various sports. And that's, I think that's really, really important that people feel free to be able to join something, um, you know, be, because it's good for you, because it's enjoyable, because you might meet people. We also have other strategies like the walking strategy, etc. We're working as well on a database of locations where you can carry out sport as well and carry out walks and various activities as well. And that'll be ready in the next few weeks, uh, in the coming weeks or months as well. Okay. Supposing... I or A and other said to themselves, you know, this is sports week. I've always wanted to play tennis or I've always wanted to swim or goodness knows what I might be interested in. Is there somewhere people can go to try things out this week? Is, is, there, is there kind of a, a, an event schedule or yeah, that so, kind of so, thing or is it more esoteric? Yeah. No. So on the Sport Ireland website, they have basically a map of where things are on that you can rock up to. But that doesn't stop you either. Just bringing up your local club, who I think would be delighted to hear from you to get involved. And I think that's very, very important. And those clubs are, are looking for members all across the country. They're also looking for volunteers. The numbers of volunteers have dropped pretty considerably since COVID. And we're really trying to get those numbers back up as well. And that's real difficulty. So if, even if people don't feel that they can take part in a sport, they can certainly get involved in a club uh, at a voluntary level as well. But look at the Sport Ireland website and you'll find out activities that are on the area. Okay. Uh, are you concerned about our level of sports participation? We talk a lot about like adolescent girls and things falling away from sport, but in general, adults aren't getting enough sport, are they? No, people aren't moving enough. I think that's that's very important to, to note and they need to move more. We all need to move more. Um, I know you've been really promoting the whole area of walking. Um, we have a strategy of walking as well. And I think people need to start changing their mindset a bit as well. And just if you need to make a phone call, why not just walk around the block if you can or if you live in a rural area, we've been funding a lot of uh, paths around football pitches and sports clubs. You know, get up there and just walk around it and do maybe some business that you have to do and do it, do it in an active way. And I try to do that myself. Uh, it can be difficult, um, but we definitely all need to get moving more. 
Yeah, I've actually got a stationary bike in my house that I do conference calls and things on now because with the bad weather, sometimes I'm off put by, 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 the, by the walking. But it's, a, it's my equivalent of a standing desk, but a, kind of a, a level up from that. And, and I find it very, very helpful. Um, moving on to something else. Sporting bodies in general, Minister, have been warned by your department that state funding is going to be cut by 50% to them if they fail to meet uh, the government, not just the deadline, but, but, but the, the minimum quota of 40% females on, on boards. How is that going to be achieved and when is it going to be achieved by well, it will be all funding from the start of, of next year. So we're working on that. We had set up to now would be significant funding cuts. I've now informally told um, sports organisations it's a 50% cut. That's what political parties have. If they don't meet their particular quotas. This is really important. And I would say that as far as I can tell, pretty much all of the sporting organisations are working to achieve these targets. But we're now at the end of September and we need this done by the end of the year. So here is quite a few of them have work to do. About 39% of board members at the moment overall are women, uh, but there's still a good third of organisations don't have enough women on their board. So are, this you, are you saying male board members are going to have to be pushed out, either resign or be fired in order to do this? Well, not necessarily be fired. I mean, people cycle off boards regularly. Um, it would also be possible to expand boards um, to include um, more women. That's That's certainly a possibility. Um, but, you know, people take off boards all the time and put nominees up, uh, but they will have to do this. And this is really, really important because we want we want gender equality. We want women represented at the national levels of sports. So then, then their thinking filters down um, through the organisations. I think that's really, really important. But also as well, I think bringing fresh, fresh blood onto boards okay. is very, very but important. But potentially could we see the FAI, the IRFU, the GAA, the, the big ones in real trouble in terms of funding here by the end of the year? Well, I hope they won't be in real trouble. We don't want them to be in real trouble. But yeah, if they if they don't meet uh, the targets that we've set, then we, we will be cutting back in our funding. And that will apply at all levels of funding, uh, including capital, uh, except specific streams for women in sport. Um, and I'm, we're very, very serious about this. And we've been talking about it for years, uh, that they need to have their boards up to 40% women or 40% of either gender. Um, and it's coming to the crunch now and, and they have to comply. We've also brought in a rule as well about sporting facilities, that if they're not open on a similar basis to men and women, then there'll be zero funding from from a capital point of view. So all sporting organisations in in the current sports capital round will have to certify at the end of the the grant process that that is the case. And the bigger grants as well, they've they've had to produce a policy for us as part of the application form showing uh, that there's similar access. And I'll be asking these organisations to publish these policies as well so that people can see them. Uh, and that people can make sure that there is similar access being granted to facilities on the ground. Minister, I have to ask you, your your reaction to our, our, our performance so far in the Rugby World Cup? Well, it was just great. I mean, I just I, I, I sat at home um, on my own watching it um, the other night and I have to say it was extremely tense, uh, worth watching. And the atmosphere from the, the Stade de France was just, was just unbelievable. I was at a, a football game in 2004 where there was a fantastic atmosphere as well there. And it is just a brilliant place when a lot of Irish get there. Um, and it was just it was just fantastic to watch, and it's given great national pride. Uh, and I think we should all, yeah, uh, you know, all celebrate this. I think everybody is because it can have so many other benefits for the country as well. And from a sporting point of view, yeah, we want more people taking part in sport, and I hope that this inspires people to do so. Will you be going over to any of the games yourself? Uh, I possibly will be going to Scotland game. That's, that's not fully confirmed yet. Okay. And um, before I let you go, just want to ask you across the papers this morning: a one billion. Euro overspend on our health budget. Now, 
potentially threatening other things that the government wants to do within the budgetary demands. Uh, this is being chalked up to increased demand for the health service and inflation. Is health just a runaway train? Is, is anyone in charge? I think people are in charge. Look, you know, people criticise our health service and yes, there are certainly problems with our health service, but in Ireland you get good outcomes when you get into hospital. In general, we have a longer life expectancy than many other countries uh, of comparable stature to us. So we're doing something... We're paying a high price for that. We are paying a high price, yeah. There's there's no question about that, but I think that we are overall getting a good service and that's not to say that there are serious problems with disability services I accept that there are serious problems with waiting lists that Minister Donnelly is working really really hard to address but in terms of health outcomes we're doing very very well uh, as, as but, a country. But if we're a billion over is, is that because our budget was wrong or because we really can't control our budget? It has to be one of the two. Well it can, it can be it can be that the costs just went up it's not that the budget is wrong but it also can be and this is shown over the years with the health service that there are new initiatives during the year that people decide to do that aren't necessarily covered within the budget um, and they, they look for supplementary estimates for that and that that does happen. But this type of story and this type of discussion is a pretty normal part of the budgetary process uh, that happens every single year. Um, and we've had this, I'd say, every year since since I was in politics uh, at this time, right before the budget. And We you have. Know, I, remember, I remember it being 400 and I remember it being 600 million, but a, but a billion is, 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 is somewhat eye-watering. But... but but yeah, but the health budget, the health budget has gone up, has gone up significantly right. in, in, in the last few years. So like in terms of percentage, I don't know what the percentage compar- comparison is um, with those figures. Um, okay. But look, it's there um, and, and discussions will continue. And I, I would suggest this is a pretty normal part of our of our budget Minister- discussions. And it is, impor- it is important to control costs. Okay. Absolutely. But we also Minister want to get good health outcomes as well. Thank you. Minister for, of State for Sport, Thomas Byrne. Thank you very much for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.